I'm in the record button now. <laughs> there you go. I got a flash water in hand, no camera. We're waiting on some a few other people to join us before we do that shit. <laughs> we should have Jeremy back soon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the whole uh, debacles he's been dealing <laughs> yeah. with, you know, we just give him some time. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been here for a while. No, no idea where number two's at. She's just out about living her best life, trying to at least. I think. Yeah. <laughs> she was fucking wrong though. <laughs> Can't wait for her to walk that shit back. <laughs> <laughs> it looks bad. No, it doesn't. Fuck out. Of here. <laughs> no. <Fuck out> here. <laughs> Listen, argue about me about One Piece is not the wisest move. <laughs> Even sounds like, look, One Piece fans are kind of different. I'm just going to check out. Yeah, yeah. One Piece fans are built different, and I don't know that that's a good thing. Uh, Let's go. Look, they're, they're made of rubber, okay? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're made of rubber. We're a different kind of pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Able Game Podcast, episode 202. I'm your podcast, MC Perry. Today I have Stone. <laughs> As we're a happy Labor Day weekend, this will go up a little later, so, you know, it's Labor Day weekend. We go up like Tuesday, you know. We go up late, later uh, Monday night. Yeah. That way, it can get ready for people for Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think any, there's no like, there's no little big like gaming stuff coming out, like, for Monday, there's no news dropping, I don't think, because it's Labor Day weekend. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just going to be, you know, Starfield and Baldur's Gate actually come out. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to their early access periods. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, no wonder I didn't buy the game, because it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> if you're not familiar with you do things, when we look at video game news, it might be positive to the game community. Talk that shit along the way, and occasionally, occasionally, walk it back. <laughs> mm-hmm. You doing good, Stone? Yeah, we're doing good. <sighs> nice little three-day weekend, four-day weekend. Is it three? Three-day. Three-day? Good, Josh. Perry doesn't know because he's been laid off. He's yeah. every, day, every day's vacation for him. It's, it really does feel that way. <laughs> like you said, like, I get used to this shit, though. I ain't lying. Writing's going good. I think I'm aiming for, like I said, told you last night, to any work, 140 to 150 words, 50,000 words. Yep, yep. We're sitting at 136,000. So, yeah. Got about 10,000 to go. About like another 10,000 to go. It should be fast. Yeah. It should be super fast. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, if I really push it, it could be done by like September 15th. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's just, and that means that, like, I'm on part three of five, but that doesn't mean, like, it's a big, it's just how the story's broken down. Mm-hmm. Someone's like, well, does that mean, like, part five, like, You've already written a series? I'm like, no, it's just five-part book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like chapters, but bigger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually printed something off, like two chapters off yesterday. Those two chapters alone were like 39 pages together. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, and that's like full, like, like yeah. pages, you know? Yeah, I'm like, holy shit. I didn't know I did that much. <laughs> It is, man. <laughs> because we got a mutual friend that I like, can't wait to see her book. Good God. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, that's a series. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. What do you what have you been playing? I already know what you've been playing. Starfield. Starfield. I'm playing some Starfield. <laughs> see, uh, I got this game called Starfield. I've been playing Starfield. 
Reviews are pretty cool, I think. Yeah, it's got an 88 on Metacritic. Oh, see? see? Yeah. It's pretty high. Like, it's up there. Um, you know, I, I think it's a system seller. I think people will buy Xboxes specifically to play Starfield. Uh, what's the user rating on that? Does it say yet? Uh, it doesn't say because technically it's not out yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but... You know, like I say, I, I think Starfield is a good game. I just think you have to have the right expectations going into it. Yep. Uh, this is not a space exploration game. It is not No Man's Sky. It is a Bethesda RPG set in space. It is Fallout 4 in space. <laughs> yeah, Fallout, like you've been saying. Yeah, if you play, if you liked Fallout 4, play this game. It play, it, like the systems are, like it's a very different <laughs> game because, you know, it, Fallout 4 is a game about exploring a you know a wasteland that's you know decrepit of life and it's you know devoid of life it's you know fantastical sci-fi bullshit you know um, with different mutated enemies and different fantastical weapons and powers and abilities uh, Starfield is a game about exploring a wasteland that's devoid of life uh, it is about Encountering fantastical sci-fi bullshit and with new powers and abilities, and uh, dealing with mutated enemies and whatnot mm -hmm. in space. In space, it's yeah. the same game. It's, it's the same game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm being facetious here, but it, it, it very much plays like Fallout Four. Um, if you're familiar with those systems, it even has like the the quick select, the favorite system for like guns and stuff yeah. in Fallout Four. Like that is just like copy pasted into Starfield. Like it's the systems underneath the Starfield are fall out. <laughs> uh, I think uh, from what I've seen like from kind of funny and like certain spots are just like this game like Greg Miller says he's been review reviewing games for 17 years mm -hmm. and this is like the first where he says like your mileage will vary with Starfield. Like, yeah. like it really would. Yeah. I, I'd agree. I, you have to yeah. want it. Yeah, because he like because I think blessing when he was talking, he's like, look, and sometimes this game felt like a two out of five, and I said, like, it's like a three out of five, and then it's just like you know, mm -hmm. and like Andy Cortez, like when he was reviewing, it, he said, like, I don't, I don't want to grade this, like, I just don't. Like, yeah. Well, because there are there are some rubs with it, right? It's not a perfect game. It's mm -hmm. a good game. I, I'd say it's a solid eight out of ten. Mm -hmm. I, I think any any day of the week, any way you slice it. It's an 8 out of 10. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, I, I think it's a solid game, and I think it's a lot of fun, and I think a lot of people will spend a lot of time in it. I'll, I'll spend hundreds of hours in this game. I'm going to, you know, enjoy my time with it. Um, but I mean, at the very beginning, I didn't, you know, because I was expecting... It, it's like whenever you grab a, a Pepsi, but you get Coke instead. You like Coke, but you were expecting Pepsi. You were expecting a different taste of Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now, now it just tastes wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how I was on tilt. Uh, you know, to, to borrow a term from my trading card games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it, whenever I first got started, because d despite the vastness of this game, right, the amount of different planets that you can explore and different encounters you can have and different, like, all this vastness of space, the game felt small uh, because you can't just walk there. Like, in Fallout 4, in Skyrim... In all those games, like, you could just walk across the map if you fucking wanted to. Yeah. yeah fast travel's an option if you've been there before. You could just, like, you know, quick travel. And for the most part, you do later in the game. 
but in the beginning the you know the majesty and the vastness of the game is laid out before you as you fucking walk your happy ass up that mountain you know yeah and Starfield, it is not like that. Because it's the emptiness, the, the void between, because you're in space? Is that what that is? Yeah, well, you can't traverse it at all. Yeah. You, uh, the game kind of boils down into a fast travel simulator. Um, you, like, when you first get started, you get your ship, you take off, you get teleported to the space around the planet. You don't actually take off. You're treated to a cutscene that uh, hides a load screen, basically, where it unloads the planet and loads you into space right and then you're in this like i don't know this like cube of space that's around the planet you can fly forever towards the planet you'll never get there because the planet is actually the skybox around the little cube of space that you're in Mm -hmm. so then you'd fast travel from that cube of space to another cube of space around a different planet with that planet in the next cube's skybox and then you choose to land on the planet, which then you teleport from the cube of space to the planet. <laughs> and then you can walk around on the planet a little bit. And it's just, it feels wrong. Every time. And it even, um, so we listened to the song uh, that was by Imagine Dragons. Uh, yeah. Children of the Sky, right yeah. before the podcast, because I hadn't heard it yet. Yeah, it's, it's like, I like the song. Yeah, I think it's a fine song, and I think it's like it's like it's an eight out of ten, like any day of the week. But like with that song, I can only imagine what could have been better about it. But the song, yeah, like it's it's like a no brainer to me. Like, why didn't you partner with Starset for the game Starfield? Because they're obsessed with space. You know, that's like their whole shtick. You know, that seems like a no brainer, like a layup. I like Imagine Dragons. Uh, you know, I listened to Mad Dragons. They're like one of the first few concerts I went to. You know, their songs are great. I love their music. I don't know who Starset is. Sorry. Could, could have partnered with Starset. I don't know who Starset is, though. But I said the thing is, like, Starset is like a little less popular. Like, I don't know who Starset is, though. Yeah, but they're like a whole, they're a pretty popular band, and they're like completely space themed. It's like, why didn't you partner with them? That seems like a no brainer. You know, it's like, why couldn't I just, like, fly my spaceship from the ground into space like that seems like a no-brainer why is that so hard you know no man's sky did it why why can't you do this thing that this indie company did you know it, it's that that's my problem with uh starfield is that i focused on that in the beginning it's like why why are things the way they are why couldn't they have been perfect <laughs> yeah but the thing is also those they didn't show off any of that mm-hmm they didn't like show off what it would have been like, even in any of the directs uh, that, that they had. Like they had like a full on what thirty plus minute thing about that <laughs> during the summer, and like didn't talk about what flying would be like or anything like that. Well, it's because the game is a space RPG. It is not a space exploration game, and that's the difference. Okay. Yeah, I can see what you're saying because it's more like the arc, the role playing aspects behind it compared mm-hmm. to like yeah, the, I mean, the space exploration. Right. the The characters are well done. They're well written. There's great lines of dialogue everywhere. Uh, you know, there's all these beautiful interactions and like weird stuff that happens all the time whenever you start talking with people and just like stuff goes off the walls. You know, uh, like I lo- I love all of that stuff and that stuff is done way better than like. 99% of other games you yeah. know it's just like 
Why couldn't I have had my little space travel game inside my space RPG? <laughs> but they don't make RPGs, though. Possessive makes RPGs. They don't make exploration games. <laughs> yeah, and that's the difference, right? It's yeah. like they, they make RPGs, and they are some of the kings in that field, for sure. Um, so it's just going to the going to it with the right mind and, uh, you know, expect a space RPG. Do not expect a space exploration game. Oh, the controls and, uh, controller. Uh, they're fine. Um, some things are a little weird. Like, I personally, I don't like the jump button on the, like, top button. Like, on Y or triangle or what have you. Yeah. I like it on the bottom with, like, X. Like, yeah. down at the bottom, you know, or A or whatever. Yeah. Because that makes more sense to me. You jump with your legs. You you're not wrong. But it's like it's little stuff like that where I'm just like, eh, this could be better. <laughs> and that's kind of my that's kind of my review of Starfield is like, eh, this could be better. <laughs> but you're gonna sink several thousand hundred hours into the game. I will probably get close to a thousand hours in this game. <laughs> is it a one time playthrough? Well, apparently there's a new game plus and like a bunch of shit happens in New Game Plus or whatever. Yeah, so. like that's when the game actually starts apparently. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I think that um, I think that the story unlocks features in the game, and it is good to go through the story and not sleep on the story because if you do, then you might be missing out on some stuff. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that the game actually starts after you beat it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that that's a you don't know. <laughs> I think that that's a misquote, honestly. I don't, I don't think that that's actually what they said in that. No, know. Greg Miller actually said, like, oh, yeah, the game actually does start, <laughs> like, after you beat it. <laughs> Which is fucking crazy, though, to me, to think that, like, oh, yeah, the game starts then. What? Well, it's just, like, you focus on the main story, and then you can go and do, like, the, like the side stuff, right? It's mm-hmm. like, now you're... You know, you're free and open and doing whatever, and you can go do, like, the faction quests, which I have heard are actually better than the main story. And the main story is pretty good. Oh, damn. Um, you know, and there's stuff like that. Like, um, there's a faction in the game um, called the Crimson Fleet. They are, like, a band of space pirates mm-hmm. that are, like, present throughout the entire system. Um and the there uh, apparently there is like a faction storyline with them where you can join the Crimson Fleet, mm-hmm. and like apparently that's like some of the best stuff in the game. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so I just think that with all the games that are coming out, like how often, how like how much time do you think a person should sink into this game? Before, like, another game comes out. I mean... You know what I'm saying? The question, like, like, what other... Like, with everything coming out, like, how much time do you think someone can actually get in before, like, a Spider-Man comes out? Or things like that. I mean, I I couldn't tell you that. That depends on somebody's schedule, what their... Yeah, I was curious. ...the game and everything else. I mean, I I think, like, I've spent almost 12 hours in the game so far. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... I'm only like a third of the way into the story, maybe. A third? A quarter, That's it? quarter maybe. I, wow. I, I feel like there's a lot more to do. Um, so, I mean, I, I think you could I think you could dump like, you know, 60, 80, 100 hours in this game real easy. Easy. 
Yeah. Like, lose track of time type shit. Yeah. That's what some people say. Like, they just lost track of time. It's like, it's 4 a.m. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, go to bed. Because, well, it's great because it's all... Um, the the game is focused on the moment-to-moment gameplay, right? Because mm. it doesn't focus on the travel. It, it's like, well, we're going to get you from point A to point B quick, and you're going to get in, and you're going to get in and do shit, right? And then when you're done with that, you got to go somewhere else to turn it in and do some more shit. And it's just like, boom, 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 boom. And the game is great at that. Uh, because it, I mean, honestly, you know, you, I, I gripe because fast travel is the only option for travel, basically. But it does make it to where you can be like, well, I just crawled to the bottom of this cave to find some glowy rocks that I needed. And now I got to go back to this other system that's like, I don't know fucking 40 light years away or whatever i can teleport directly from my cave to like the door of the lodge which is where the constellation yeah uh headquarters is right yeah and from what i've seen it just looks like it's just load screen galore yeah luckily the load screens are very quick because the xbox is a very uh well-built system and has you know quick quick storage and it the loading screens they you encounter loading screens all the time, but all the loading screens only take like five ten seconds. Yeah, it's not like you're waiting for minutes at a time. Yeah, this is not Skyrim loading screens. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. because those are rough. Are they? Yeah, or well, at least they were back in the day. Well, I think they just uh, like that people in the gym were talking about, like, "Are you playing Star Trek?" I'm like, "No, not yet." He's like, oh, you gotta play it. XYZ. I was like, well, what are you playing it on? He's like, I'm playing on PC. Like, I brought my I brought my whole shit down and put mm-hmm. it on my big screen. I was like, oh shit, this mm-hmm. guy. And then like, I got another friend, he's playing on uh, Xbox. And he said, you don't want to come over to my house, bro. You don't. You spoil yourself. <laughs> the 4K 30s, fine though. I no bugs with that, really. Besides the sound, I heard that, or we just heard the sound. Uh, that I, that was a loading issue. As soon yeah. as I as soon as I loaded into another area, it fixed it. Yeah. Um, because I encountered a, so I I started up my game after um turning it off last night, and I guess it went into like a low power state and like saved my position and everything. Mm-hmm. So like I started the game and I was immediately in the game. You know the quick start stuff mm-hmm. or quick resume. Um. Well, then I went to another planet and encountered some high-level pirates that just, like, fucking ate my ass um, within, like, 20 seconds <laughs> of fucking zoning in there. Uh, so I had been in the game for, like, 10 minutes, and that, that happened. Well, it had to revert me back to, you know, my most recent save, which was the quick resume spot, basically. And mm-hmm. it got messed up. Like it just took I don't know it it the I think it was the quick resume system interacting with my save and it was just nah, 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 I don't know what the fuck to do yeah and it it fucking freaked out for a few seconds uh, and then whenever I loaded me in the sound was weird yeah and as soon as I loaded into another area it was fine no dips though that you've noticed I seen a couple dips in like some of the major cities like whenever I'm running from one side to the other and it's like getting my ship ready for me basically i think is what's going on mm-hmm. um i've seen it like I, I find it like it doesn't happen very often and it's very quick so you have to be like aware uh but it was like it was like 
like a little dip. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, there, there was the rub. Um, but for the most part, it's been fine. Um, I think my system got a little hot yesterday because I've been playing for like eight hours straight. <laughs> yeah. And uh, some of like the Skybox stuff started to get a little weird here and there. Yeah. And I was like, all right, maybe it's time to give this guy a break. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's just getting a little too warm. <laughs> I did confirm that my system was hot uh, after I was done, so... Mm, I saw a thing on Kotaku that said, uh, like, my uh, pacifist playthrough of Starfield is going well, and it's not pacifist at all. <laughs> Listen, there is peace to the universe if there is no life in the universe. I mean, there you go. It's, it's, it's like people keep interrupting me, so I guess I'll shoot back. We will make peace at any cost, okay? <laughs> He's like... I think I, whenever I do play it, I just want to, like, you know, like, face aliens and shit. Well, there are some aliens. Are there? Well, I mean, you know, mostly wildlife. There's some aliens. Just want to face some wildlife and shit. Yeah, it's like, it's humans and, like, alien wildlife. Like, that's the game. Is there any bosses at all in the game? Well, I mean, there's, like, high-level enemies. Oh. There's, is there ever like a big boss in Bethesda games? Mm, I mean, I don't know. Kind of depends on what your definition of a big boss is. I mean, like big health bar. I mean, there hasn't been any in Starfield so far. Um, usually, what happens is that like I, I'll go to like some sort of enemy camp, and everybody will be like levels between like two and five, basically, and then there'll be like one asshole that's like level sixteen. Wow. And then, like, I guess that that guy is the, quote, boss. Ah, okay. Uh, I haven't encountered, like, a, like, health screen at the top of the thing, like, pop up and being like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yet. I don't know that there is anything like that. There might be. There might not be. Um, there is stuff like that in Skyrim. Yeah, with the dragons. With the dragons and such. There's other enemies, too, uh, mm. that would be considered bosses. Um... You know, Fallout 4 has them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, where there's just like really tough enemies. Or like named enemies. You know, legendary enemies. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Um, I haven't had anything like that in Starfield yet. Uh, not saying there isn't. Not saying there is. I don't know. I don't know. I made that far. <laughs> I made that far. <laughs> All I know is like I just keep on hearing people having like different encounters and shit like that. And I just think that's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're mostly random. You know, like I, I feel like all along the main story, it's all curated experience stuff, but there is a lot of just like randomness in the game, you know. Uh, because I, I think that the planets, because this is kind of my experience from what I can tell, I'm not speaking uh, in an authoritative manner at this at all. This is just my opinion and what I think is going on, yeah. Uh, is that the planets themselves. Um, they have a few authored areas, like uh, like the major cities and uh, maybe a few outposts and such mm-hmm. um, that you go to visit along the Golden Path. Um, but if you stray from that path, then everything becomes randomly generated. And I don't think it's there until you go to interact with it. Oh. Like, it's, it, it, it's like a... <laughs> it, you know, it's like the the Heisenberg principle. It's it's not there unless you look for it. <laughs> yeah, Heisenberg is not there. Look yeah. for it. Okay then. Yeah, it's not there unless you look for it. And then when it when it does pop up, it's it's all randomly figured out. You know, at the time. 
Ah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, another game that came out. Like, you got any other thoughts about Starfield before we move on? No, I mean that's really about it. That's what I thought. It was like making sure. Another game that came out, Sea of Stars, is sitting at a ninety-one on Metacritic. Um, yeah, I haven't played this, uh, but uh, you've been playing it, right? I played the demo. Mm-hmm. It's on Game Pass, and like here's the here's the conundrum: is that it's on Game Pass, but it's gonna look better on the Switch. So it's just like, so do I play it on the Switch or do I play it on Game Pass? You know? Well, I mean, I think you play it on Game Pass to try it out. You know, maybe get a little bit more deep into it and see if you like it. Mm-hmm. And then if you do, you can figure mm-hmm. out what you can make the decision then. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. the game looks hot. They're calling this game. So now you want on Metacritic, 7.9 user score. Um, they got reviews everywhere else, like IGN and GameSpot. I think they were giving it like an 8, that kind of stuff. Nintendo Life gave it a 90, uh, which is cool. Um, People are calling. I know Jeremy was talking about it. Uh, he said he's in. He said don't sleep on that game at all, and they are calling this essentially Chrono Trigger Two. Hmm. So, which is high praise. Pretty high praise. And this is a Kickstarter game too, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's like holy shit. This game, like, it looks beautiful. It looks um, mm-hmm. sound. Like I said, if you had time to play it, I think you it's good. Demos on if you're gonna play for Switch, there's a demo on Switch. Mm-hmm. But if you have Game Pass, it's on there. It's also on the PlayStation uh, tier, whatever list. Yeah. It's, so it's, there's multiple ways to play the game. Well, there you go. Yeah, I think it's it's a is it looks beautiful too, like the old school RPG mm-hmm. aspect to it too. I don't know. I think it's. I think that if you play it, you just gotta play it. Oh, let's see. Boulder's Gate 3 talk, because happy Boulder's Gate weekend as well. Yep, and, uh, you know, and that's the that's a interesting th- concept or the idea around, I guess, Boulder's Gate 3's staggered release schedule with its different console releases, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, they released the PC version, and now they've released the PS5 version, because they had that ready to go, and that was easy to develop or whatever. They, when they were having trouble with the Xbox version... And that's now coming out this year because they Xbox has said you can you can lose a couple features on the Series S if that is what's holding it back from getting released this year, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of that, it's in the like front of everybody's mind. It's constantly being talked about more, so it's getting more of like I don't know more more like news cycles yeah. basically because yeah. of its staggered release schedule. Um, so yeah, we were, uh, I actually went ahead and bought it, um, last night. My sister came over. She really likes, uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. It's Mm -hmm. one of her favorite games. Um, and she, she likes games like that because they're turn-based and it's more accessible for her. Uh, she doesn't have a whole ton of experience with games and she also has issues with like hand-eye coordination basically. Yeah. Um. So games that are turn-based is something that allows her to play uh, while being able to perform at a high level, mm-hmm. right? Basically. Um, but yeah, so we started playing that last night. Uh, a few issues here and there. What's your issues? Well, like with the game? No, I, like like performance issues, I think. Okay, yeah. yeah it looks completely different. 
Yeah. For what is on my PC. Yeah. Yeah, I really just. So. I don't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I've, I've seen a couple of, like, the menus and stuff from, like, the PC version and how it's all laid out. And it is not like that in console. Uh, but it, you can't translate those menus very well, I think, yeah. from PC to console because using a, using an analog stick to move a cursor around like a mouse is the fucking worst. It's the worst. I hate it. <laughs> so being able to navigate the menu with arrow keys and um, like the shoulder buttons and stuff like yeah. that, like that's what you need to have <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the layout was a lot different um, and it was fine. Um, no, I, I just noticed a few like performance glitches and that sort of thing where like some textures are weird places they shouldn't have been. Yeah. And, or like things didn't load in right or didn't load in immediately. Yeah. Uh, I had some, some chugs here and there, you know, because apparently the split screen is very demanding on the system. <laughs> it really is. Is it not? Good God. Like, like apparently it is very demanding on the system so good gosh and, and uh let's see like i went back and got shadow heart last night i was like how did i miss her i know i saved her and then it's just like i guess i had a full party mm, yeah yeah so she wasn't at the spot that she said she was gonna be at it said so and you know that that cave that you fell in into there's an entire fucking thing in there yeah. Like, there's more to it. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. um, well, I, I found in there, uh, so, because I'm playing a, I was playing a paladin, and um, goddamn, is it easy to break your oath as a paladin. Like, <laughs> I heard some people talk about that online, and I'm like, nah, I can't be that bad. It's that bad. <laughs> like, there should definitely be, like, there should be an alert on your screen. It should be like, hey, if you take if you perform this action, it's gonna break your oath. Are you okay with this? Like, I really think that that should be a thing. That's if they're gonna make it that easy to fucking break your oath, yeah. Like, if you have to, if you like, you should have to actually try. You know what I mean to break your oath. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's a bad DM. <laughs> yeah. My thing is this though, with the whole tiefling thing that happened to y'all last night. It's like you broke your oath, but it's like, well. You, you got one of the main characters, though. I guess there was a different way to go about it. I think there's a different way to go about it that would have made it work. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't even really see the conversation because I'm playing with my sister and she is an agent of chaos and does not wait for me to do anything. So she'll just go around and do whatever the fuck she wants. Uh, so I didn't even know what the hell was going on. And she's all of a sudden, hey, Luke, I'm fighting. Oh yeah, she was saving uh, the green girl. I'm just saying, I can't think of her name. The yeah, the Githyanki fighter person. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's her What's her name? Like Liza, whatever the fuck her name is. Uh, she was saving them from the tieflings, and they she convinced the tieflings to let her out of the cage, and then killed the tieflings. Yeah. And because she did that, it broke my oath. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yep. Cool, I guess. <laughs> I play as a rogue. I didn't even worry about that shit. So I don't know. I just I was like, oh cool, let's play as a paladin. That'll be fun. And then it was just like, well, you're an oathbreaker now, and the only way to redeem yourself is to pay me a thousand gold. <laughs> and 
I'm like, what the fuck, man? I can't just go on like some quest to redeem myself or something. Like, if you're gonna make it that easy to break your oath, like you really should make it a quest based easy. thing. Well, you should make it easy to fucking have your oath. Not like, I mean, I get that. Like, it's a solemn vow, and breaking your oath is a big deal, and you shouldn't. You're like, you should have to like really want it back, and really has to matter. And I, I get that. Um, but why is it so easy to break in the first fucking place? <laughs> that's so fucking awesome. <laughs> that, that's just crazy. Now, uh, I don't know. Like, I didn't pick up shout out her. Like, yeah, I'm just trying to have a romance with her. She's like, why? I remember your sister said that. I said, Meek, have you seen Shadowheart? Have you seen that girl? Oh, I need to know. <laughs> oh, and I saw somebody uh, playing last night. Apparently, like um, yeah, in the uh, the Nautiloid, um, the uh, like at the end of it, like spoiler alert for the like first mission of fucking yeah. Baldur's Gate. But uh, when you're when you're at, going up to the console or whatever, there's um, the Mind Flayer is fighting against like some demon character. Yeah. You can make that demon drop a sword and pick it up. Oh, really? Yeah, and just have like that that sword at the very beginning of the game. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Yeah. That's also how I do it last night. I'm like, well, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, huh. You could technically restart the mission stone and <laughs> restart from there and get your shit back. I mean, I might just play through solo because, I don't know, I can't, Brittany can't be trusted, so. <laughs> <laughs> you get to get the full screen, too. Get the whole ass screen. <laughs> That's a big screen too for that game. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Uh, let's see. Elder Scrolls 6 is in early development. Don't expect this game to come out anytime soon, guys. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, I, I think um, I think they've said that it's in early development, but um, the game is still like six years out. Six years out? Good God, dude. Six years. Well, I guess because they got Starfield done, they can now work on it. You think there'd be DLC for Starfield? Uh, well, that, I mean, that's part of the um, the deluxe edition is like you get the first DLC. <sighs> so yeah, I think there will be DLC for Starfield. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's a lot of DLC coming out. Wait, she's gonna be able to... okay. Uh, next. Final Fantasy 16 is getting DLC. Two. Two of them. And it's coming to PC. And PC port is officially in development. But, you know, according to the games director, you shouldn't be playing it on PC. You should be playing it on PlayStation 5. Or meant to be played. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Like it was intended. Like it was intended. But you couldn't even make it run well on the intended console. <laughs> right. But that's where it's supposed to be played at. It's supposed to be played on a PS5, but you couldn't even do that well. Good God. I know people that are having, still having fun with the game, though, so we won't shit it. Shit on it at all. I'll shit on it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you fucking talk for me, I'll shit on it all uh, I want. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what the DLC is. And which is so weird is that now they're saying, like, when you play through that game stone, you can't change the costume at all. 
Really? You can't change the costume of the character at all. I figured that you'd get like armor and stuff and like change. Like, you do things. not. It's not. It's kind of like seven, but seven made were their iconic color costumes the entire way through. Yeah. So that's a little different. But uh, you only have like once the sword looks the same, that kind of stuff. They're just not. They're now about to be adding uh, customization to like where you can change the clothes and things like that nature. I'm like, but. I've already beaten the game. What makes you think I care about that now? You know? <laughs> All this actor people beating shit is kind of annoying. Um, Pete Hines says that Retro will be a good game eventually. Kind of like Fallout 76. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I, I don't want developers to abandon games. I just would, I just wish they didn't release games that were shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's like it, we we've had this conversation so many times. We've had this conversation so many times, <laughs> so many times about like you know everybody loves you know an underdog story or Cinderella Cinderella story. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like like No Man's Sky is like the king of Cinderella stories, right? And fourteen. And fourteen. <laughs> um, but it's like I don't know. I love that games eventually become good, but I don't want them to have to become good in the first place they should just already be good yeah like if they need more time in the oven fucking delay the game cyberpunk <laughs> i mean yeah. i don't know like like i mean i get it like at a certain point a game has to come out to make money because the game like the developer is a business you know yeah and you spend hundreds of millions of dollars developing a game for just like three to five years you know what i mean mm-hmm. like because me think about it uh fucking Baldur's gate developed by larian studio they have a team of like 300 Okay, uh, 300 people. Let's say median salary at like 75k or 60k. You know, we'll say 60k for easy math. Okay, so 60k a year for 300 people, right? So let's do a calculator. So we got 300 people. Come on, motherfucker, no more. All right, there we go. 300 people times 60 thousand dollars a year, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just the average, right? Mm-hmm. That's fucking 18 million dollars for one year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good gosh. All right, and that game was in early access for what? Like three? Three years. Three years, yeah. Three, yeah. They probably developed it for another three before that. So let's say six years, right? No development time. That's about right. That's $108 million in just fucking salary with conservative numbers. <laughs> yeah. And now that game is up for game of the year. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> like, like games are fucking stupid expensive to make yeah you know they are stupid expensive to make yeah and I like to say there's other costs too that's just people that's just playing that's just paying people to do shit for the game yeah that's not including like salary not not as if I were like actual development in it you know but like like the the, well like the Unreal Engine right Um, because I I think they made it in the Unreal Engine right I think so yeah, let me, let me look it up real quick. I'll double check that. He's a, we'll make sure. We'll mark that back. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a good time to be a gamer with all these damn games coming up. Okay, so they made it in the Divinity 4 engine, which is, I guess, something they built in-house, which would have its own costs associated with it. But, for instance, any game that uses Unreal, Epic's game engine, right, mm-hmm. which is a pretty popular game engine, uh, they pay royalties to uh, 
to un to Epic for that. Like they pay a yearly like fee to have access to the Unreal Engine, which is like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay. You know, there's other there's all kinds of shit that's associated with the cost of making a game, but that's just you know. Sorry, I was coming up with a Starfield. <laughs> yeah. I was just like I say, the game, games are very expensive to make, and eventually they need to come out so they can start to bring some money back in, so the game, that actual business can function. <laughs> okay. Because at a certain point, you run out of money. <laughs> but hey, um, well, shit, Beyond Good and Evil too. I think I saw an article earlier this week. Uh, earlier this week, I didn't add it to the podcast, but talking about like. Yeah, it should be shown. They should be showing that off sometime soon. It's like this game's been in development for like seven years now. Like, will we ever see it? You know. And I think I saw another one. I didn't add it to the podcast. Uh, just like just a little quick takes or not. Uh, IGN said that they played uh, Skull and Bones, and it's actually really fun, and it's real. So, when's this game coming out? <laughs> Sounds like, I don't know when Skull and Bones is coming out, man. Yeah, I don't know. That one's... <laughs> it was supposed to come out, like... like last this, November. Yeah, like this time last year, basically. Yeah. Uh, and then it got pushed, and then it got pushed again, and now it's just, I don't know. Like, did you even have any kind of interest in that game? I, I mean, mildly, I don't know. Like, I, I liked I liked the ship combat from Assassin's Creed. That's what this game is based off of, is mm-hmm. that stuff. But I guess it's hard to make a full game about, about that feature. Yeah. So, they're having a hard time of it. Yeah. Sounds about right. Okay. Well, Redfall might be good someday. Uh, we are talking about the Imagine Dragons. They are... I like the song. Um, yeah, I mean, it sounds good. I just, you know... Like I say, I, I just kind of wonder what I would have been like if they had partnered with Starset instead. Mm-hmm. Anyway, check out Starset. Starset's good music. Okay, I might check them out. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade 2. <laughs> believe it when you see it, right, stuff? I believe it when I see it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't believe it. Now, that game's been in development for too long, right? Yeah, it's it's one of those like vaporware games, you know what I mean? It's just, it's been in development, it's been announced, it's been, they said it was going to come out, and then they decided it wasn't and then the studio was having trouble and then I don't I don't know uh, I'll believe it when I see it Mm-mm-mm. let's see let's see this is the big one PlayStation Pro has a release date um what's the release date November yeah so if anyone wants the portal pre-orders are up I think for like what $200 Uh, yeah, two hundred dollars at retail. Uh, for anyone that wants to have, I guess, remote play is that what that is essentially cloud streaming. Is that what we can, are calling it? The PlayStation Portal. Yeah, the PlayStation Portal is the official uh, title of the handheld handheld device. Quotation marks. It's not a console. It's not a handheld console. It's an accessory for a PlayStation. It, it literally, its only job is to remote play for the PS5. Mm-hmm. But it is a dedicated device. It is not like, 
some like attachment you put on your phone. It's not, it's not a backbone. It is its own thing. It looks like a backbone. It looks like a backbone. Honestly, like if you Google backbone, like it looks like one of those, but a PS5 controller. But it is actually like it's a it's a tablet basically that they have attached a PlayStation 5 controller to either side of the tablet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's its own little dedicated device. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Fine, then. It's a $200 dedicated device, specifically for remote play. And this also comes at the heels of Sony announcing the uh, PlayStation Plus price changes, too. I am lowering my tier. Uh, well, I have the like essential tier. I'm thinking about canceling. Yeah. Like, I mean, seriously. Is that the highest tier you can have? No, no, no. I've got the lowest one. Like... The, the 80 like the $60 a year thing yeah like that's the one I have and I'm like maybe I should just fucking cancel it and just like pick it back up when I need it you know yeah not have PlayStation subscription yeah just not have one well if I do that then I might as well just switch off to playing Street Fighter on my PC then right cause I won't have to worry about subscription dealing with the Tatcom you know I mean, everything's a fucking subscription anymore, and I just have way too many of them, you know? Yeah. I have the highest here, too, so, like, maybe it's just, it's just good to, like, go down. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is weird, though, is that, like, the backlash for Sony isn't as bad as it was for Xbox with this kind of stuff. And I think that's what drives me insane, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you increasing the price? I mean, maybe like five dollars, but twenty—that's a—that's a little crazy, man. Yeah, I don't know. They're like, I mean, if it would have been like, I don't know, like a ten-dollar increase or something, like okay, whatever, sure, probably wouldn't have cared too much. But now we're talking like. I don't know. It's starting to be more and more expensive. Everything's more and more expensive, and we don't get paid enough. Really don't, man. I might go. I don't get paid at all right now. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I do. Anyways, PlayStation hikes are coming in, and they're not cool. Yeah, uh, but you're gonna need it if you want to use the portal for remote play. So, do you need it? I think so. Oh my gosh, you're so stupid. I you, you can't use any like network features of the PlayStation if you don't have a active subscription, right? So I don't think you can do remote play unless you have a active PlayStation subscription. Another reason why I'm not getting the damn thing. Mm-hmm. But that means I lose all the games I got from PlayStation Plus, though. What kind of nonsense is this? Yo. Well. There's a lot of games coming out in September outside of Starfield. I thought we could just take a look at them. Uh, sure. I just thought it was cool. There's like Mortal Kombat comes out this year, uh, this month. Um, Chances uh, Rune Factory. I know some people love that. Baldur's Gate, which everyone's playing right now. Yep, Baldur's Gate, Starfield. Same day, which is crazy. Y'all. Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. I didn't realize that was a game for iOS. Um, NBA 2K24 comes out this week. 
Two. What? It's a rat, man. Um, this Acronites game, I played it. I played the demo. I'm excited for it. Yeah, it looks good. What, Acronites? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it looks cool. Um, Myth Force, I didn't know about this one. It looks like, like, every 80s show put together. Yeah. Super Bomber R2. Super Bomberman R2. Is that yeah. Cool. cool. Bomberman's ba- fun. Bat and Kato's 1 and 2 remaster. The Crew Motorfest. I didn't realize that that came out this month, too. Yeah, yeah. The Crew looks fucking cool, man. Yeah. I might pick it up for real. If it's on Game Pass, I think I'll pick it up. Um, uh, I think it might be, honestly. With the Crew 2? If it is, I'll definitely pick it up. Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, It looks like it's multi-plat, so it's not... Um, I thought that the group that made the crew um, was a different company, but it, it's an Ubisoft game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th- I thought it was something different. Never mind. Because, I mean, it could be a main pass. Yeah, offers game card. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. The crew motor for standard edition game requires... Xbox Game Pass Ultimate or Xbox Live to play on console. Coming to Game Pass. Dang it. Will not be available at launch. There we go. If it was on Game Pass, I would definitely pick it up. Mm-hmm. I like me a nice little racing game. Liza P. Yeah, uh, the game that asks, uh, Pinocchio, but what if Bloodborne? Bloodborne, yeah. <laughs> it is definitely Bloodborne adjacent, and I liked it. I played the demo. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's what it is. It's, it's a Pinocchio. There's been a lot of like Pinocchio content coming out. Wasn't last year poo? Well, last year was poo because uh, a couple of years ago Winnie the Pooh went into the public domain. Oh. Uh-huh. So now everybody can do whatever the fuck they want to legally with Winnie the Pooh as a character because that is part of the public domain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liza P though is a Pinocchio game. Uh, which I think is also in the public domain, even though Disney is probably trying to make it not. Let's see. Liza P is also from the Game Pass on day one, too. Which is cool. Because that's the same day. September 19th is also the same day as Mortal Kombat 1. So it's like, oh, cool. I don't want to spend money on... Uh, uh, what is it? I don't want to spend money on... Uh, Liza P because it's going to be on Game Pass, but I will spend some cash when we'll come to one. It all works out. Mm-hmm. Um, Party Animals. I didn't realize that was a game. Yeah. So uh, just to mm-hmm. everybody who's aware, uh, Pinocchio has been part of the public domain since 1940. So like the concept of the character of Pinocchio is out there to be used. Uh, however, Disney does own the copyright for the animated movie Pinocchio. And that character design. So if you make a character that looks like that Pinocchio, then you're gonna get fucked. But you can use a character, name it Pinocchio, and you know have it be some sort of artificial person, basically. Yeah. Uh, and then that's okay. Yeah. <coughs> Which is cool. There you go. Uh, Warhaven comes out September twentieth. Um, Witchfire mm-hmm. comes out September twentieth. Good God. Payday 3 comes out September 21st. And oh, that, yeah, Payday 3. And that's on Game Pass. Yeah, that'll be a big one. Uh, FIFA fans, uh, it's actually EA Sports FC 24, September 22nd. 
Cyberpunk 2077, September 26th. Phantom Liberty. Liberty. <laughs> that comes out that day. Harvest Moon. I know a lot of people like Harvest Moon. Yep. Manico's Night Market. Not for sure what that is. Paleo Pines. No, I mean, not for sure. Uh, my like my game, which is going to be cool. Uh, it's Dragon Infinity Infinity Strash Dragon Quest: The Adventure of Die. I'm a Dragon Quest fan, so I'm going to definitely play it. Cocoon. Never heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fate Samurai Rem- Remnant. There you go, son. You're a Fate fan. Yeah. So uh, I mean, you know, well, that's a strong, strong assertion there. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. But no, there's a lot of cool games coming out besides just Starfield and uh, Boulder Gate. Yeah. This yeah. month is packed with good games. Cocoon looks cool though. Yeah, it does. It, it's a, it's a puzzler. It's a puzzle game. You know. Enjoy some puzzles every now and then. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play uh, Super Liminal? I've never heard of that game. Uh, I think it's on Game Pass. Um, but it's, I don't know, it's a weird game about playing with, like, perspective, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. So, like, you can, uh, you can make objects bigger by walking closer to it and then picking it up and then walking backwards to make the, like, object bigger. Okay. Because it, it's bigger in your field of use, therefore the object is bigger, you know? Okay, that's cool. Yeah. It's stuff like that. So, I don't know. Let's see. New World is getting its first expansion. Yeah. Uh, I know this game is still out. It's still still kicking, I think. I think they're trying. I mean, they got that Jeff Bezos money, so I mean, they can probably sit there and take a loss for a while while they figure out what the fuck to do with the game. What happened with that game? I'm not for sure. Uh, it just, it didn't have content, I think, basically, is the, uh, the problem. It took forever to get into a game, too. Yeah, it's, um, so, I mean, New, so New World is, is, uh, an MMORPG from Amazon Game Studios, um, and apparently this, uh, new expansion called Rise of the Angry Earth, which is, I guess, a name for, uh, an expansion, um, it will apparently introduce mounts and a new weapon and raise the level cap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Looks like the expansion uh, will cost $30 and require the base game. Uh, new players will be able to pick up both together for 70 uh, Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's free-to-play. So what you, you buy the, the game software and then you don't pay a subscription. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, I like games like that, honestly. Like, uh, Guild Wars is like that, too. What is it? Guild Wars. Is it? Yeah, you would just... Uh, well, it, it used to be. I don't know if it still is. Uh, but it used to be you just buy the game, and then you could just play the game as much as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't really play much of, uh, of New World. Um, I've heard that it's, it's fun for, like... A little while in like fresh start servers and stuff, uh, but after a while it just gets really degenerate and there's not really a lot of content. So. Ah, yeah, that that would stink. Yeah. Uh, let's see, more lies of P stuff. Um, has three endings. Oh, cool. Yeah, so if you like the multiple endings thing, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, another big one. Uh, Gearbox. There's some Gearbox layoffs. Um, even Jacob sent me a message about this. He's like, uh, he didn't know if I saw it. 
They made Agents of Mayhem, Saint Row, and the Red Red Faction series. I think it's just a section of it that got shut down. Or this might be a different. Well, Gearbox is a subsidiary of Embracer, and Embracer has been like cutting studios. Um, did we talk about um, the uh, the the studio that made uh, Saints Row got closed? Was it Volition? Volition? Yeah, that's the one he sent me. Not this. So two different things. Volition got closed. Yeah. So the Volition studio got completely shut down. Uh, like they have lost their jobs and they're you know needing to find more. Apparently, they're uh, that studio is working to try to find uh, you know jobs, basically homes for the uh, developers that work there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Gearbox is a subsidiary. Like they they were owned by Embracer, and then also Gearbox is a subsidiary of Embracer. Um, I would assume that they're basically in some sort of like salvage mode. After their $2 billion deal with Savvy Games collapsed back yeah. in May. So, they're, uh, looks like at the start of August, they also shut down uh, Campfire Cabal, uh, which is a Danish studio. Damn. Yeah, and then also, yeah, Volition, they announced that closure as well. Um, and I, I think that they have just kind of closed a group um, within Gearbox. They're, uh, Let's see here. <laughs> Just want to double check, like how how big of a layoff it was, basically. You don't know. Yeah, so they're basically they're restructuring because they don't have the the cash that they were expecting, and. Uh, they're trying to save money by firing people, basically. Yeah, it'd be like that. I just wanted to do that myself. Ugh. Well, as we just pointed out, I don't know, 20 minutes ago, if that, um, salaries are expensive. Yep. <laughs> like, yep, yep, they are. And Lars Winkforce, who might have one of the best names in gaming, has got shit to worry about. Yeah. I, I remember when someone mentioned his name for the first time, I'm like, you might have one of the dopest like villain names ever though Lars Wingforce <laughs> Lars Wingforce <laughs> hell of a name it is isn't it <laughs> Robocop delayed until November I forgot that this was a game yeah I kind of forgot that they were making a Robocop game too oh my gosh uh, let's see we're just going down the list They're, like most of this podcast was about Starfield um, Witcher 4, the development is going to get a huge boost because uh, when Star, when uh, Phantom Liberty ends, everyone's going to go straight over there. I'm excited for it. over 250 developers, holy shit, working on The Witcher 4. Good God. I don't think this game is going to come out anytime soon. No, I don't think so either. I, I think... I mean, we'll probably hear some rumblings about it for the next, like, three, four years. And then maybe in, like, um, maybe, like, 2028, we'll be like, oh, Witcher 4 is coming out. Go 2028. Oh. I'm liking these 20s, though. Uh, let's see. Next and not least, Arcane Season 2 scheduled for next year. 
I still need to finish the first season. You didn't finish the first season? Nah. What? I just I got distracted with other shit, you know? Again. And, and the big problem with Arcane 2 is that I basically only can watch it on that TV here. Because my my other time when like I watch TV is like on my lunch break at work or whatever. But the show is so fucking dark that yeah. while I'm in my car on lunch break, I literally can't see the screen. Like, it's just black when I tried to watch Arcane. Like, it, it's ridiculous. Like, I can't watch it at all. So I gotta watch it here at the ho- at the house. And I'm like, if I'm at the house, I'd rather be playing video games. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my gosh. I get what you said. The show's just so fucking dark. Some of the some of the stuff that happens in that show, whatever. I don't, I don't mean thematically dark. I mean, like, color palette dark. I, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, I just think, like, some of the... Like, some of the shit that happens in that are just like, whatever. Like, okay, some of this doesn't make sense. Yeah. But, like, each was there nine episodes, and each one has, like, an arc, like, a story, but then, like, the, at the end, just, like, that story, then that story, then that story. I'm like, oh, cool. I can get behind that a little bit. I, it's a cool show, and I really need to watch it. I just I haven't, I just haven't made it. Well, this show came out, what, two years ago? It's a, listen, Perry, I got shit to do. Uh, I'm I don't, don't want to hear your bitching, alright? I got shit to do. <laughs> I mean, if you like, uh... Isn't this based on League of Legends? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> like I said, there's all, that's the problem, is that League of Legends, I will never play. Yeah. But, like, there, there was a book that came out that was based off of it. Really cool. Arcane, really cool. I mean, I didn't know League of Legends had lore, but apparently it's got some really fucking cool lore. Yeah. <laughs> like, different bullshit, too. Yeah. I just want to know how it's all connected. I don't know. But the big thing is that One Piece is sitting at a 95 audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Trash. Uh-huh. Trash. Uh-huh. I mean, it's okay. Like you, like Stone said, we're built differently. We're built to rubber. <laughs> you don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if it's a good thing. <laughs> oh, but I don't know if you heard, but the, like I don't know if you watch it, but like I heard that today's episode of One Piece, like the anime, was on fucking point. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I know you said you watched a couple of episodes of Gear 5, but... <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I mean, I, I literally started with the Gear Five reveal episode, basically. Or yeah, the episode right before it, basically. Yeah, there's a lot of cool shit that happens in these last couple episodes. I think episode 1073 is filler, so you can just skip over it and go straight to 74. <laughs> uh, like you understand, it's just really cool. My uh, niece last night asked me if she could. Uh, buy Elemental from uh, Amazon. So like, oh, in one condition. She's like, what's that? Like, you gotta watch One Piece. She's like, what's One Piece? I'm like, it's on Netflix. <laughs> it's a live action. She's like, okay, I'll watch it. Love you. I'm like, kids. Kids. <laughs> Always want something. Y'all. Is Elemental not on Disney Plus? I thought the exact same too. I was like, isn't, I was like, isn't that on Disney Plus? Uh, it's a Pixar film, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is it on Disney Plus? I don't know. She just wanted to watch it, so. My niece gets what she wants. I would like to watch Elemental. I just didn't want to go to the theater to watch it. Elemental's cool. Yeah. You know what's funny is uh, I saw The Meg 2 last Sunday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that shit was funny. I was just like, why was this even made? 
Uh, for reasons. Like, I saw the first one like the day before for the first time and thought, huh, okay. And then later this week, I saw Equalizer 3, in which was a fucking fantastic movie. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm looking on Disney Plus right now. Apparently, there's a page for Elemental, but it only has the theatrical trailer. trailer. Yeah, it only has the trailer. <laughs> so it's coming soon, I think. Um, you know what? I'm going to Google. When does it come? Does Elemental come out to Disney Plus? Well, like, end of the year. That's all. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> Netflix Cowboy Bebop 7. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, one piece is a six. Yes, IGN gave um, <laughs> Netflix's Cowboy Bebop season one, um, so the live action remake of Cowboy Bebop, a seven. Uh, which is like, that's yeah, good. That's all right. You know? And then uh, apparently they have also reviewed uh, the One Piece live action and gave it a six. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to trust them. And you know. I like I liked the Cowboy Bebop live action. I thought it was fine, you know. Yeah. Um. Like, I, I mean, I, I thought it was fine. Yeah. People complained about it because it wasn't, you know, a one for one remake. I think of uh, the first, you know, few episodes of Cowboy Bebop. But I'm like, this is great. This is this captures the energy. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think it, I think they made Spike a little more goofy than he should have been, you know. But I, I think it was fine. We you know actually the cast talks about how like we thought we did everything we were supposed to do for this, you know. Like they really thought that John Cho was just like I was kind of devastated because we did everything. I thought he was great as Spike. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was, yeah. I was like, yes, that's it. You got the right energy, bud. <laughs> yeah, like, he would just, he would just, he would just really, like, I thought we did everything, I thought, and that's the problem, is that people want, like, so, like, seeing reviews like that from them, is like, well, it's not what the anime or manga was, okay, it should, like, a lot of adaptation should be its own thing, mm-hmm. but, like, One Piece, it's close to it, and it's still its own thing, you know, it's like, but you don't like that either. Like, make up your mind, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't make any sense anymore. <laughs> it blows my mind, you know? So, like, when we were having that conversation, like, keeping our expectation in check, I'm like, why? It's my favorite thing of all time. Like, in life, you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so, like, I had, I had every right to be excited about it. And just to see, like, the, you know, just everyone's reaction to it, which is like, Okay, cool. I, I know I'm not crazy, you know? Because <laughs> we'll shove it down your throat to watch you some One Piece. But, like, look, it's a thousand plus chapters. There's a thousand episodes. Take your time. But watch it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the problem is that, like, some people are like, well, there's, like... I'm, like, I'm not trying to, like, stir anything. But, like, when number two talking about like how, like, I can't watch a thousand episodes of a show. I'm like, well, how many times have you watched Friends? Yeah. Like, like, how many times have we watched the same si- series over and over and over, and that adds up to a thousand times? Mm-hmm. To compare to an ongoing show that's a thousand. Like, I hate logic like that because you're not thinking. You know, you're not using your brain. How many you've been watching fucking uh, wrestling for like the like most of your life? I'm pretty sure you've seen like a thousand shows. 
Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff bothers me with that logic. You know what I mean? Well, it is, it is daunting. You know, it is a mountain of content, I guess. It's like, you know, you, you, you sit there at the start, and if you watch it week to week, it's not a big commitment, but then it's all of a sudden, it's like, oh, now I've got like a thousand hours of uh, One Piece to watch. You're like, God damn, that's a lot of, that's a lot of One Piece. I mean, one point, you know, 1.5, you can get 50 episodes done in a day. Well, my, why am I watching a 1.5? Huh? Why am I watching a 1.5? To get past the screaming and shit. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, they need to do, they should do like a, like a Dragon Ball Kai or like a Sailor Moon Crystal treatment for it. I don't know what you would cut out though. I'm sure there's shit in something. I mean, like there are fillers, so you can skip the filler. But it's not even just like filler, it's like streamlining the storytelling process too. You know, but everything that's kind of hard with one piece, I think, because most of it is important. Is it though? It really is. I mean, do you need an entire episode where they recruit Nami, or can they just? Be yeah, like, you can, need that. Or can it be like you know five minutes? No, you need an entire. <laughs> you need an entire episode for the recruiting Nami. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like stuff like that. <laughs> like you need. Like you, you, you as a, you as a fan would not be a good creator for it because you're just like no you need every minute of it you need to expand on the story don't you understand? <laughs> I mean that's what the Netflix adaptation is we get an hour long. That's the thing that's cool is that the hour long thing is like cool because we get to like get like twenty minutes of episodes in like an hour and cover everything. I don't know. People have their gripes. I do a little bit, but it's still a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I just needed to do one thing, and just did that one thing. <laughs> Be One Piece. <laughs> like, the entire cast is killing it. I had no problems with the cast at all. I like the whole manga thing. Like, their their dead or alive poster pops up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking Mihawks is great, man. Like, if you ever do watch it, you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> but uh, let's see is there any other shows that came out this week that I'm not for sure about no oh yeah you right. we could probably yeah let's go and get out of here bro yeah. that way you can play some more Starfield is that your game recommended game this week yeah I'll recommend Starfield for uh, sure Starfield like especially whenever this episode comes out on basically Tuesday yeah it's like hey you know what it's out on Game Pass check it out it's, it's yeah. definitely worth a uh, you know a look. Uh, see a stars for me because I think that's gonna be an awesome game. Uh, show of the week. Oh. You know, mine's One Piece. So. Uh. I mean, I like Ahsoka. Let's go watch Ahsoka. Yeah, Ahsoka. I heard that there was a big reveal. Uh. In episode three. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's a big reveal or not. I don't know. I didn't watch Rebels. <laughs> I mean, I didn't watch Rebels either. That's what I'm saying. I was like, I don't, I don't know what's considered a big reveal or not. I, I do. I like the way they're going with it, though. I like the the story thus far. Um, I, I'm interested to see if um, Ahsoka's uh, new protege or old new protege uh, actually becomes like a yeah. force user. Yeah. Um, because she is not force sensitive, which is like a prereq for using the force basically, right? Mm. And if she can learn to become force sensitive or use the force in some way, 
that has big implications, I think, for Star Star Wars as like a whole for that. Yeah, I wonder how the fan base will take it. Hmm? I wonder how the fan base will take it. Mm. I think it's cool. So, I but think it's you cool know, too. I, I think there's a lot of toxic fans out there. So, I, I mean, you know, Star Wars and Lord of the Rings fans are some of the most toxic people of fans I know. Yeah. Oh yeah, Will Tom's out now. Oh yeah, season two. Ooh. I had to check that out. Uh, the first three episodes are up. Nice. Do you agree for season one? No. <laughs> Need to watch that too, Perry. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, stuff? I can only watch it here. I can't. I don't have it on my phone. I can't watch it anywhere else. I gotta watch it here, and I want to play games. <laughs> watch all the time, Sam. You're the bigger fan than me. <laughs> He's like, am I though? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Because <laughs> that's the funny thing is that Will Tom here IGN. Oh, yeah. It's a 6 out of 10 because it differates from the story. But. It should. <laughs> like, it should. But you gave Rings of Power a 10 out of 10. I thought Rings of Power was good, too. Like, I mean, it, it, had, it had low spots. Like, it wasn't like a 10 out of 10. But I thought it was good. I don't know. I care. liked it. I mean, it's Rings of Power. It's Lord of the Rings. I mean, no, I was like, I'm here for it. You know, I don't know if I, I cared about you know Gladriel Mary Sue, but you know it was okay. I guess it was fine. Hey, you're welcome to on camera, but <laughs> Gladriel's Bay. <laughs> She's that. I don't know. She wouldn't be. A, she, yeah, she would be a pink Power Ranger. She wouldn't be a Gwen Stacy. She wouldn't be Spider Gwen. Yeah. I, I can't see her as a Spider Gwen. But that hair, nah. <laughs> Too much hair. <laughs> we love y'all. Talk to y'all later. Peace. <laughs>